Welcome back to Single Minded, where we're flipping the script on being single. I'm your host, Hannah First. And I'm your co-host, Linda. Hannah. Yes. I have not spoken to you in so long. You have ditched me for somebody else. It's so sad. No, I haven't. I haven't spoken to anyone. I spoke to you the other day. And every time you call me, you're in the car. But I am used to you every, you know, few hours. I do have to get over it, but how's it going? You could call me more. It's really good. It's nice to be out of the Melbourne winter, obviously, although that'll be over soon, just a month left of winter. It will be. Mm-hmm. And I'll be back for a little bit in September anyway. There's not really that much to report. I've really posted everything that's happened on Instagram. Yes, lots of good food. The only thing I will say is someone messaged me because I said we went out for dinner to a market and it was $4 for two pad thais and two fruit shakes. And she was like, oh, obviously there's no inflation in Thailand. (laughs) Because you know in Melbourne everyone's complaining that everything costs more. Coffee. Yeah. I haven't really noticed that. So everything is like As it was. Yeah. If if you if Oh, and the other thing, the weird thing that happened was this girl that worked at a door, we'd never met, but I she had worked in like a team that my team worked with. So she was in Chiang Mai and I'd seen him like, oh, um, do you want to like grab a coffee and catch up about digital nomad life? I'm like, where are you staying? She's like, oh, I'm on this road. I'm like, oh, me too. I'm just opposite this restaurant. She's like, oh my God, are you in XYZ, <laughs> like the name of the condo? And I was like, yes. And then we like bumped she into was each there. other. She's oh. staying in the same building as I am. Well, that's a crazy coincidence. So caught up with her yesterday. Her company lets her work fully remote and she's just traveling around Asia for like the next year. Wow. Which is really cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, I did want to tell you something that happened to me. You've heard of Christmas in July. Well, we're at the beginning of August now, so it was a couple of weeks ago. and. Mm-hmm. I went specially to Christmas in July at a bar, met a bunch of women for 4.30 p.m. happy hour, and we were sitting at a table which was kind of on a raised platform, a little bit precarious because there wasn't much room between the chair and the platform edge, already a bit of a disaster for me. Anyway, I had only had one champagne and I got up to go to the bar picked up Mm -hmm. some empties in my left hand, was very busy talking, and I stepped back off the platform. Oh, my God. I know. You know, with my bad leg, I can't afford to injure my Achilles again. Anyway, I started to topple. You don't don't have an Achilles. Mum lost her Achilles. I don't have. Maybe that was the problem. (laughs) And I thought I'm going to be able to steady myself, but no, I – fell down. It was so embarrassing. All the ladies jumped up to help me get up. And very strangely, I felt just like a footballer. I got up without injury, no pain, (laughs) still holding the empty glasses in my left hand. So I was making my way back to the bar giggling to myself and one bloke came up and said, wow, that was impressive. You didn't even break the glasses. And then another bloke came up and he said the same thing. I can't 
believe you didn't break those glasses. Well done. So oh I thought to myself, given the attention I received, I am going to highly recommend such a stunt to any single <laughs> two ladies. men. Two men came <laughs> up to you. They were so yes. It must be something about a woman falling down and jumping back up. Anyway, the next day, nothing. <laughs> I am just so happy with myself. So that's about all that's interesting that happened in my life. <laughs> Very nice. So we're talking about loneliness this week and we don't have a guest. I've done some research on loneliness, so we'll get into the episode now. I got a message from a girl today and I knew that we like we were recording this and it just came at the most perfect time. So she said, I'm in a complete rut at 29, single, which I never thought would bother me, but I feel very lonely and really unfulfilled in my job. Besides a few wonderful content creators like you, I'm finding a lack of relatable content around this and heaps of articles and podcasts are, to me, really airy-fairy enlightenment stuff and not actually brutally honest and raw and open despite I'm so sure so many people feeling this way. Hmm. Then we started chatting on voice notes and she said like, where's the real shit? I guess a lot of the content around feeling lonely or feeling depressed or or anything like that is it's really around self-love and finding yourself, but it's not very practical and it doesn't solve the problem that you're feeling in the moment, which Mm. is, which is, a lot of the time, and from my experience, is you feel lonely and you do want a companion to share your life with and you do want to fall in love, but it hasn't happened. And so you want to meet someone, you feel lonely, but you're just like, how do I not feel lonely and be single while I'm still searching for that person? And I, this podcast is never about being single forever. If you mm. choose to do that, that's great. Everyone has their own path, but like a lot of people I know do want to meet someone and they do want to share their life, including myself. But when you are single and you're single for like a long time, more than a few months or more than a year, this is something that's going to come up for you. You are not not going to feel lonely. Like you are going to feel lonely and you are going to compare yourself to other people and compare yourself to their lives. Do you sometimes feel it's the pressure from family like to bring someone home or you know you're constantly all these dating shows on tv and you feel under pressure like you're missing out on something I don't think uh I don't think it helps I don't think any of that stuff helps but I do think if you weren't on social media I still think you would feel this if you weren't watching dating shows if you weren't going to family events like I think if you are looking for like a life partner Mm. and you want to fall in love, I think you would feel this no matter what. I definitely think it exacerbates it because whenever I would watch sad Mm. romantic movies or like I would just bawl my eyes out. (laughs) I would bawl. I want that. And I know Hollywood doesn't actually represent real relationships a lot of the time, but I would just like you already have a bruise there. Hmm. So when you watch something like that, it's like you already have that bruise and it's knocking you in a spot that already hurts. It does exacerbate it. Hmm. So this is the truth about single life and loneliness and we're going to get a bit more honest and real about it. Let's start with what is loneliness and what does it feel like? So Linda, what do you, have you, do you ever feel lonely? (laughs) I don't. And I have to admit, this is a tough subject for me because even when I'm alone, 
at home and you and Rob are heading off on a bit of an exciting adventure. So I'm going to have five days to myself. Yeah. So I guess I'll keep myself busy and I'll be alone, but I know I'm not going to be lonely. Yeah. There's a difference between being alone and loneliness. Let's get into it. So loneliness is a feeling of distress people experience when their social relations are not the way they would like. It is a personal feeling of social isolation. So it is different to feeling alone because we can be surrounded by others but still feel lonely or we can be alone but not feel lonely. Mm. So what it's a real sign of is that your relationships are inadequate or don't meet your needs. So it sounds like, Linda, your relationships are meeting your needs. Lucky you. You're lucky duck. (laughs) So (laughs) humans are social animals. So it's our innate need to belong to a group. And so you might be feeling lonely, Mm. not because you're lacking connections. It's because you're lacking meaningful connections with others. So it's all about the quality, not the quantity of your relationships. And I definitely have experienced that, which I'll talk about later in friendships, because I used to have way too many friends and not enough like deep connection with those friends. When I actually like put in effort with a smaller select group of friends Mm. that were on the same page as me, you know, that's when I stopped feeling as lonely. All of that, what I just read, that was from the Australian Loneliness Report, which is by the Australian Psychological Society and Swinburne Uni. But I'm going to give my definition of loneliness. So I actually think it's when you lack vulnerability in your connections, which I will talk a bit more about that later. But that's my definition is like, the people that you're connected with don't really see that deeper side of you. And so mm. you start to feel really alone in your feelings. Mm. And you you can be somewhere. I mean, this has happened to me before where you can be maybe at a lunch or a dinner. Yes. And you feel like you're not fitting in for some reason. And yes. then you just feel so disconnected and go home feeling lonely. That can happen. So as an example, I have been out for lunch or like a dinner with friends from like school because I haven't seen them in a while or for whatever reason, I feel super disconnected and I don't want to like be there and I just Mm. go home feeling worse than when I went there. Yes, yes, yes. On the flip side, when I got back from Thailand, I had girls that I work with. We've got like a group of six of us. We all used to work together and they all came over for dinner and it was like the most soul, like my soul was like, What's the right way to describe it? I felt, Mm. how would I describe it? How do you describe (laughs) it? I just felt. Warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, warm and fuzzy. And I just left that and thought, wow, like I feel like I belong with these girls. That's probably the right way to describe it. Yeah. So to make you feel less alone, how many people actually do feel lonely? Because it's actually really common. So this was from that Australian Loneliness Report. Some of the survey highlights, if you can believe it, one in four Australian adults are lonely. Wow, that's amazing. And one in two Australians feel lonely for at least one day in a week, Mm. while one in four feel lonely for three days or more. Nearly 55% of the population feel they lack companionship, at least sometimes. Mm. One in four Australians experience high levels of social interaction anxiety. Definitely. Yes, I could say that. Now, this is an interesting one that I wasn't that happy to read. But anyway, Mm -hmm. Australians who are married are the least lonely compared to those who are single, separated or divorced. Mm, Well, that makes sense. (laughs) 
<laughs> so lonely Australians have significantly worse status, both physical and mental, than connected Australians. So it's actually, I'm not saying that getting married is the answer to all of this. There are other ways to feel connected because I have experienced feeling super connected and not lonely and I was many, many years into being single. Yeah. So lonely Australians are 15% more likely to be depressed and 13% more likely to be anxious about social interactions than those not lonely. And actually Australians over 65 are the least lonely, which is We care less. <laughs> actually, if you're feeling lonely, it doesn't really mean you're different then. You've actually got more things in common with people around you than you yes. realise. Yes. We just don't really talk about this topic because no one wants to admit, admit that exactly. they're lonely. And I would say that single people that are just sick of being asked, why haven't you met someone yet? You know, like, are you dating? Like when you get those questions, you don't want to feel different and you don't want to feel, but actually I I would say there's a lot of people in relationships who aren't having deep, meaningful connections with their partners and they probably feel lonely too. Mm. But I would say that we're all just like, no, I'm great. I'm so fine on my own. I'm da, da, da. But actually there's probably a lot of people that do feel really lonely. It's like it's a dirty word mm. almost. Mm, something you don't say to somebody. Yeah. So I wanted to talk. Now, Linda has nothing to add. She's never <sighs> felt lonely. Have you not I'm ever sure, felt lonely? I'm I mean, you you had a difficult time growing up. Growing up and so you did, hadn't met dad yet. Like you didn't feel. I was always out. Sense that you weren't connected. No, I always, I, I was always in, I suppose, groups at school which combated feeling bad at home, I guess. And yes, I always just wanted, you know, I'd look at other people's families and say, I wish I had that. But, you know, I suppose I was connected mm. to friends. But you've never had a period of your life where you're like, I'm really, I thought when you got back from London, that's how you felt. No? Yeah, I don't. You're I, just a happy-go-lucky kind of person. <laughs> yes. I, I think maybe it's best not to think too deeply, which I don't, and maybe that <laughs> makes for a happier person. <laughs> I think it's also Linda's had like a very close connection to her spouse for like 30-something yes, yes. years. So it's probably you've lost touch with the reality of modern dating and modern loneliness. Yeah. Probably. What about lockdowns? Not in lockdowns? Mm, no. Actually, <laughs> I did do one Zoom. There was about 16 people and I have to say I didn't enjoy that and I felt really disconnected and that was a bit sad. But no, very happy with just you kids and being here with Rob. I didn't feel lonely. Mm. And I think, you know, friendships to a journey. So, I remember being a young mum and you connect with mums at school, like you can always find a tribe and they became a new group, but now I probably don't really mm -hmm. see them because you girls have all grown up and we've moved on to other things and I've reconnected to back to all my old school friends. So I, I don't know. I think I don't feel... Anyway, let's move on in that case. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I, I think... In my 20s, I definitely was always busy. I had lots of friends to travel with. I guess I always had friends and I always was busy probably between, I guess, 20 when I broke up with my most serious boyfriend in my 20s and then was single for a long time and just always like out and about and maybe like distracted from ever feeling mm. lonely and 
I think that once you get a little bit older, maybe like late 20s, early 30s, people start getting married, having kids, they move further away, you really start to feel it. And I guess the things that I started to feel was like, you feel like you don't have anyone to share your life with. You do a lot of things alone. You see all these people coupling up on social media, which really stings. Mm. People reposting their wedding photos at their, like, oh my God, love of my life, you know, on their wedding anniversaries. Oh, that kills me. <laughs> oh, God. You go to family events alone, and especially in our family, they yes, play. That- I always felt that. Yeah, we always play games and I would be stuck on my own or like someone would, out of pity, would couple up with me. (laughs) I mean, I was competitive and won, so I did, I win a lot. Everyone wanted to be with you. Yeah, Alice and I were a power team. (laughs) And then I think one of the harder things is when you're traveling solo in your 20s, you go to hostels and people are partying and you're never alone. And then if you want to travel when you're a bit older and you don't want to party and you don't want to you know, you're not in that lifestyle anymore, which you kind of grow out. I mean, I grew out of it. Then that becomes a little bit more lonely, birthdays, that sort of thing. So I know I talk a lot about it's okay to be alone and it's okay to be single, but things can really like, I told you, I watch, if I watched a movie, it would really sting because you just get to an age where I guess you do want to share your life with someone and you want them to know know you on a deeper level and you feel maybe that you don't have that and you're missing out on something. Yeah, it's like when you wake up in the middle of the night, which I did last night, I had some toe surgery, which we won't go into, and I woke up in agony. And Rob goes, oh, you all yeah. right? Are you all right? And I said, no, I need something. And then he said, can I get you a pillow? And he got yeah. me two pillows to put my foot up and some painkillers. And I guess if you were on your own, you'd feel pretty lonely and, yes. you know, it would be actually be a bit scary. But what I want to say is there's a gap between admitting that you want to meet someone. I think that's hard to say like, I've been alone for X number of years, but I really want to meet someone and then making a decision not to give up. If you really deep in your soul want to meet someone and connect with someone and share your life with someone, admit that and then don't give up on it, I think is like the first step. Yeah, do you agree? Mm, I do. Okay. <laughs> However, there's going to be a gap. There's definitely going to be a gap in between admitting that and then actually meeting someone. So there's going to be time where you are going to experience loneliness. And I have some tips on- So do I. Oh, good. I have some <laughs> tips from my own experience because I think between admitting that I wanted to meet someone and then actually meeting someone, there was that kind of period of time where I was alone. Okay. So my therapist made a really good analogy on friendship levels. He calls them like level one, level two, level three friends. And level three friends are those like people that you go out with, people that you might party with, people that you work with. They don't know like the deeper sides of you. You haven't opened up to them. It's very surface level. Yeah. Then level two friendships is more like you would open up, but there's things that you would still keep private, I would say. Yes. Because the level of trust isn't quite there or you haven't known them for long enough or 
you know, you might talk about certain things, but you won't talk about other things. So like you might have a work colleague that you like really open up to about work and like your struggles with work, but you don't talk about your personal life, you know, stuff like that. And then he said level one friendships are like the people that you can be fully open with. You don't like hide yourself. You're like very vulnerable with those people. And so you need level one friendships in your life. Mm. Well, you need all of those levels, I would say. You do, but you really, if you don't have friendships that are like, and his suggestion, it's not about like going out and finding those. It's actually about deepening the friendships that you currently have. So that was something that I worked through because it was important to kind of have friends that I trusted and could open up with and they can relate and we share experience. So I think that's one of the most important things in that interim, like, definitely to have a look at your friendships and how can you like level up with with certain friendships. Mm. Do you have any level one friends, Lindy? I would say different friends fulfill different needs. I've always said that. And, you know, level one is Hannah, Mm -hmm. Alice, Ruby, Rob. And probably you guys are the only people I tell absolutely everything to. And then there's lots of other people that fulfill different parts of my personality. That's how I see it. The other thing I'll say is that I had a real feeling before I started changing up the friendships as I felt very misunderstood. I had lots of childhood friendships that had moved on with their lives. They got married, they had kids, they weren't traveling anymore. And so it was really important to widen the circle to like, different people and like some of my closest friends now are single don't have kids we just have a lot to talk about and we have a lot of the same struggles so I feel like that's also something to think about Mm. I had someone message me and say she just doesn't connect with her friends anymore I'm like you don't have to ditch them but like maybe it's time to look for some people that you can like open up to about common struggles yeah And on that note, also something to think about is if you are wanting to meet someone, what level are you willing to open up to that person? Are you still fully closed off? Because like if you go in with your walls up to a new relationship and you can't break those walls down, you may still feel lonely. Yeah, I guess it's looking at how much you're willing to open up to that person. Doesn't that take uh, quite a bit of time though? You know, I've always said to you it takes a long time to get to know someone. Yeah, it does. But I feel like I guess you just have to be willing to like break that barrier down eventually. Hmm. But I just feel like fuck it. I just feel like show (laughs) that person who you really are. Be your true self. I really believe in that. I feel like I have dated people that I haven't been able to be my true self and it's a very isolating experience. Mm. Okay, some other ways that I've survived being single without feeling sorry for myself. (laughs) If you're single long-term, there's a few things that you will experience. You will end up probably spending, if you're in your 30s and not partying every night, you'll probably spend a lot of weeknights alone. You'll go home after work to an empty apartment. You will eat meals alone. You'll cook for one. Do puzzles on the floor. Yeah, yep. So that can be <laughs> so the the balance that you need to make is you you don't want to be out every night. You need to have a balance between solitary time to think and to decompress and like you definitely need that. But I would never I would never spend a whole like from Monday to Friday or Sunday to Thursday, I would never just not see anyone and like just go to work, come home 
or if you're working from home, it's even worse. You did at one stage want to get a dog and I <sighs> had said absolutely not because you know who would end up looking after it, yes. me. But I reckon getting a pet, you know, if you're committed, it's not a bad idea. Yes. But one of the things I do do when I'm starting to feel those pangs of like a little bit of loneliness, I'll call like a friend that I'm really close to and I will go over to their place for like an hour and just talk about it, talk about what's going on. They'll talk to me. And that's just like an hour after work just to drop in and say hi. And you honestly, you will feel 100% better after doing that. Mm. honestly, that's one of the best things. It doesn't have to be a big hurrah. It doesn't have to be a dinner and this and that. It can literally just be an hour to drop in after work. And it's really easy and you will feel better after. Another thing is Christmas, birthdays, holidays, those sorts of things. I would go overseas for Christmas. And someone had sent me a question. She said she was in her 50s or turning 50. She was going overseas on her own to Paris and it was her birthday, her 50th birthday. And she said she loves traveling alone, but she said it just felt really depressing, I think. She didn't use the word depressing, but she said it would be so lonely to go out for dinner on my own on my 50th birthday. And I totally related to that. So she's like, what do I do? And I just said, so... When I go overseas on Christmas, I just pretend it's not Christmas. Who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? This happens every year. Also, not all countries, do they all celebrate Christmas? I think even Thailand puts on some sort of... Well, I literally just pretend it's not happening and I just don't care. So just pretend it's not happening. And also, birthdays happen every year. Who cares? Like, we put so much emphasis on birthdays. I said to her, I'm like, just pretend it's not your birthday. Just have any other day. It's that mindset that like, oh, I'm alone on my birthday. This is so depressing. So did you recommend she still goes to Paris on her 50th? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, don't let that stop you from going over because she said that was one of the reasons that she Mm. like was a bit on the fence. I said, just ignore your birthday. Have a dinner when you get home with your friends or whatever. But the other thing I said was don't go out for dinner why don't you organize like a spa? Something, pamper this yourself. This is what I would have done. Pa- I would have done a spa pamper session in the afternoon. Then I would have gone back to my hotel room, ordered like an amazing Uber Eats dinner and then watched a really good TV show. <laughs> and that that sounds heaven to me. But the other option I said was just pretend it's not your birthday. Like who can We just put way too much emphasis on that. Postpone it. Yeah. And so I think that when you stop placing so much emphasis on those sorts of – they happen every year. Like they're never going away. Hmm. Just stop putting so much emphasis on that time and try not to pity yourself because you're alone on a holiday that is generally, I guess, particularly Christmas. It's like people do stuff with like their families. So that's hmm. my thoughts on that. The other thing that you need, this is something that you will need to put more effort into, is seeking out meaningful connections. You can't just expect to sit on the couch and meet meet people and meet new friends. And also, not only will, if you're seeking out places to meet friends, you may also meet a partner in, in a setting like that as well. So have a look at meetups, maybe volunteering. I think volunteering is a brilliant idea. Yes. 
mixed netball or other sports, going on a travel tour. I personally have a hiking group. There's five of us and we organize to go on walks or we go on like a multi-day hikes. And actually one of my friends in that hiking group got set up by another girl in the hiking group and that's now her boyfriend. Ooh, so I had a couple of things to add. Yep. Learn how to play bridge. That may be if you're a bit older. Okay. I had volunteering as well. I reckon start a book club, even if it's just with two others and then people start to bring, you know, other people yeah. in because yep. I know a lot of people in book club. I just saw when I walked down the street belly dancing classes. Surely that would get the endorphins going. I always wanted to do salsa. I know someone actually, I was at her skin treatment. She met her partner through salsa dancing. Oh, yes. Yeah. And just something else, if you are at home on your own, I've got quite a few girlfriends who play words with friends. Have you heard of that? It's like Scrabble. (laughs) And apparently that's really fun. And also you can chat to your opponent. You may know them or you may not. Who knows? And something else I had down, which we said a couple of weeks ago, say yes to any social invitations that might come your way. I don't agree with that, but okay. Okay, if you've been out three nights and you can't be bothered, fine, but really you should just go to everything. You just don't know who you're going to meet. Now, this one might be controversial. If you live alone, you might want to have a think about roommates, but the uh, the one that I was going to (laughs) say, the one that will be controversial is why don't you like why don't you go stay with your parents for a while? Because that's always my antidote if I'm feeling really lonely is I go and sleep at mum and dad's place. I've got some great news on that for you. And we we watch a TV show together. Like if I'm really feeling just like beside myself with just isolation and I We are here. So I will go to their place and I'll watch movies. But actually I will sometimes sleep on the couch as well. And I think that like don't feel like, oh, I'm going back to my parents' place. Like they want to spend time with you. So long as we don't argue on what to watch, but you and I are aligned so it usually works out. Yes. I've got some news on the couch, some exciting news, and it has to do with loneliness a little bit. It's just occurred to me. So yesterday Rob said, I really, really don't like these king single beds. I feel lonely at night. You are still snoring like a banshee. So sleeping Uh in a separate bed's not even fixing that. And when we were away, we stayed at a friend's house and we ended up in the room with a small double bed. We were jammed up for five nights and we actually did all right. So I have agreed to go back to a super king. So I'm going to get online and buy a super king. And rather than sell my brand new king singles, I'm going to keep them and find space so that you will have a proper bed. Good, (laughs) good. But yeah, don't feel that going back to your parents for a week just to reset and to get that connection. Mm. Because you have, I have done that. I've spent like a week at mum and dad's and like, I really, really recommend it to kind of get you out of that funk. So the other thing was like, and I did say this, but I really want to reiterate that if you are lonely and you feel that there's something kind of missing and you think that you do want to meet someone, like just admit that you want a relationship and start taking steps to seek out a meaningful connection Mm. with someone on a romantic level. And I just think, I did say that there'll be a gap in between most likely, but I think 
don't give up on it. Like I had pretty much given up on it. And when you least expect it. Yeah. And 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 so just like keep the faith in that and don't give up on that and keep taking steps. It doesn't mean you have to be on dating apps. Just make sure you keep taking those steps. One of the loneliest, most isolating feelings is like, this will never happen for me. And I am always going to be alone. And that's probably one of the worst feelings. And so if you can kind of get out of that mindset. Mm then you can kind of start moving forward in firstly meeting someone, but then also making some changes in the interim to make sure that you are connected to other people. And I read somewhere and it said practice dealing with the feeling of loneliness by validating Mm -hmm. the emotion. So you say to yourself, it's okay, I feel this way. Everyone feels this way sometimes. And then something that I would say to myself when things aren't going well, this will pass because everything always passes eventually. It does. Hmm. Yeah. So that's it. And I am like so appreciative for everyone that is listening right now because we really appreciate the support by being one of our patrons. We'll see you next time. See you next time. If you made it this far, I'm hoping that you enjoyed the podcast. If you could subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, that would be much appreciated. It really helps other people find the podcast. Not that I'm desperate or anything. 